Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. You know who I am? I'm Squid Bill. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The Morning Shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. The Morning Shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning. This is the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are live here in the Kia Studios. Mike, Bo, and Tiff here with you. On this Thursday, and there's a lot to get to today, but first, you guys had your little uh, racing league NASCAR. <laughs> you gotta say it like that. Well, it's, it's just uh, so demeaning. It's our racing. It's sim- our racing. Okay. We actually race street stocks. It's like a really there. It's yeah. a simulator. Yeah, yeah, it is a simulator. We race. Well, we race street stocks, legends, and uh, the mo- we raced some modifieds last night. Hey, we even raced a truck race last night. You know. See, I did a perfect impression. You're like, hell, we even raced the truck. I don't know. You know why she does it? It's because you you enhance that you little draw. It. Yeah, you, I was you, like, you, as soon as you, you start talking about it, <laughs> you start you start talking about that draw. No, we had a good night. I, it wasn't. And what's funny, Tiff? Yesterday it was one of those days that it wasn't just last. I think I raced all day. I literally turned on the computer. Was on and off every thirty minutes. It yeah. Like, so I was. I got home, took a nap after the gym, and uh, I had like. 30 missed messages from the people from people from our our little crew in the league and because everybody was racing early and so I got on and I had to I had to make up for the night before where I had a really bad night but yeah it was, dude, I, I have so much I'm getting a I, I get addicted like I get kind of I get a goal and or I get so, not even a goal like I just I won't I got something in my head and I just start going and it's I just having can't a stop. one-track mind I think Tiff what do you think yeah, that, that's mind. probably accurate. Just locked in. That might be a way to describe it. But I had to get my uh, my safety rating up. See, if your safety rating gets too low, Tiffany, they kind of you get what in trouble. What are you trying to? Why are you looking at me when you say that? What? You think I'd be a? <laughs> <laughs> you think just because I hit your car one time, big deal? Get over it. 
Uh, no, Tiffany's I would say more. I don't think the only ding or, uh, or, or, or bump on your uh, your little fancy car is from my truck. I'll my tell you that much. Fa- my car looks raggedy. Yeah. It looks, That's it looks, why I was looking at you about safety rating. It looks fake ATL. I'll tell you this much. A luxury uh, car, it scratches off. Let me say something, <laughs> Tiffany. If you showed up to an iRace with the wire showing through your tires, it's probably the that probably your, your black pit, flag. Your, you. your crew chief would be like, "Come on into the pits, Tiff." I, I didn't even get tires. to tell y'all. I think I went out the last time, you know, before the break, and uh, you know, went went over to. Uh, I guess I can say I went to Chops. And so, but I was embarrassed. I'm like, man, I really can't take my car to valet. My sister's always like, don't ever bring your car to valet. Like, don't <laughs> do it. She's just dogging you. And so I'm like, you're right. But I had to because I, you know, so I take it to valet. And as soon as I get out of the car, oh, I forgot his name. But the guy that seems to be in charge of the valet looks at me dead in the face. And he's like, you think he asked something about you two? And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, like, yeah. he knows who I am. And my car is a tr- moving trash can. And I was embarrassed. He, and he, so, but he was very nice, and I, I wish I could remember his name. I feel horrible. You, I hope you're listening this morning. Uh, you're the best. Did you point out <laughs> my bumper? Thanks for not judging me. I was going to say, he heard your voice, and then he saw your bumper. I think and he, he like, asked mm. what it was like to yeah. work with you clowns. And yeah. so, you know, oh, yeah. you know I kept it real. You know, you know. Wow. Clowns. No, I'm kidding. That's so uh, Tiff, what did you do yesterday? I don't know um, why we're racing you. Uh, uh, sister came over, tried to help me organize my new place. Gosh, she's I so moved good back upstairs. Um, she only gave me what she gave me like an hour and she bounced right at three thirty um and told me to <laughs> She blocked out. <laughs> I remember her walking out with a sweatshirt that I really liked and she was like, This has a hole in it. And <laughs> she did it. Like, I think so? I had to throw it away. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I did and then what what else did I do? That's pretty much it. Um sat in uh, a bunch of boxes, not touching anything until next week. Till my last game of the season is is this weekend, of the regular season, and I feel like I can get my life together after afterwards. I got to be honest with you. On that note, um, I feel like my wife has been throwing away my clothes when I'm not looking. Like Probably. I think she's been one by one, just like That's tossing. That's a smart them out. move. I know, and it's like frustrating because I'm like, man, where, like, where did all my socks go? Because I hate doing but laundry. If they're raggedy, they should says the person who had it. But that sweatshirt was. But it's like that last, you know what I'm saying? It's that last line of defense in the bottom of the drawer where you're like, I need to do laundry, but man, I could probably stretch these to make them, you know, one more day. I can maybe like, they're not comfortable, but I might as well throw them on. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's been doing that. Um, I, I know we have a lot to get to, but I do, I do want to mention. I was talking about the eggs I brought in this morning. I'll rush, and then I'll, like, fry an egg, and I'll just eat it when I get her to the office. Sometimes it stinks. I'm sorry. But Bo's like, how do you like your egg cooked? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I, you know, I like it, like, fried, like, over hard. And you're all of a sudden, it was just very aggressive And yeah. how I learned that you like your eggs the same way, but you like to smash the yolk is yeah. how you said it this morning. <laughs> There was, there it was, was expletively. There was like a rage. Yeah. yeah. I like to beep, crush the it's, yolk. You've it, seen Kai like the Hitchhiker, it. right? What? Kai the Hitchhiker. No. That video. Oh, my gosh. So that's what it reminded me of because he's talking about it's Kai the Hitchhiker, and he has to basically hit somebody over the head, and he's doing a TV interview, and he's like, smash, smash. And, like, that's what I felt like Bo was trying to say in the middle of the office. I was well, like, dude, he's very, just hammering that thing. This is eggs. As everyone listening may or may not know, I'm very passionate about cooking and you know, when I cook my eggs, I like to smash the yolk because I want it dispersed so it fries up. I don't like the yolk running. That's evident. I don't, I don't really, I don't know, I just like it, you know, I like it really 
smashed and fried. Yeah, and I mean, so that's why. I like mine the same way. I just, you know, now I'm going to add some. I'm going to be assertive when I cook my eggs in the morning. That's what I'm going to come out here and do tomorrow she's morning. She's going to stab so. it, and she's going to twist it. And then well, she's going to. Oh, okay. Hold on. Right, but well, when you, no, no, no. Hold on. No, no, no. We're here yet. <laughs> that's what I felt like you were saying earlier. Oh, when you say good when you just to the Falcons, this thing. So go ahead. When you take the spatula and you're cooking your egg, you don't smash the yolk and, like, make sure it spreads out, and then you kind of disperse it. I just press on it, and it kind of oozes out into yeah. the pan. I have a, I have a, you, I have a nice pan that I bought specifically for my Teflon, right? No, it's like the chemical free. It's what's that? What's that pan called? I'll look it up anyway. It's a fancy, nice pan, and so I, I try to treat it very gently. I'll smash it. You know, my car has dents in it, but my pans. Are, yeah, well, take know, care of your cooking wear <laughs> by all means. Take care of your cooking wear. Let's hit the front page. One, two, three. It's time to take a look at today's top headlines. This is the front page on the morning shift, brought to you by Central Park Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. Smash Mouth football. No, that's just what I <laughs> thought about. I was talking about eggs. But, hey, Arthur Smith joined Dukes and Bell, and the guys asked him about his frustration level. It might be near the same level Bo has when he cooks his eggs. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Let's find out. I don't look at it as worried about my frustration level. I mean, you're in the solution business, and we've lost a couple games close. You know, here we are, seven wins. It is what it is. I mean, that's there's a reason we are where we are, and uh, a couple things here, and some close games that while we're not already in the playoffs, and that's the reality. You still have life. I wouldn't worry about my frustration, but I understand when fans are frustrated. People are passionate. That's why people come. I, I say it all the time. Like you know what you sign up for. Right. Nobody's a victim. But, but we care. You. We care. We care so much about this job, and you either get it done or you don't. See, he's not out here smashing eggs. No in frustration. Uh, but it, it, not still only very... that, he's not out here making excuses. Exactly. Right. Very you know, the, the, and I think he. we talked about this yesterday. He has a, a very good understanding of what it takes to be a head coach and, and what it takes to keep your job. And I, and I think that there's a lot to be said about that. And I think he understands the position he's in right now. And I think he understands exactly how they got there. And he's mentioned it before that if you don't want to be criticized and don't be a head coach in the NFL, it's an entertainment business. And so, look, I mean, fans are frustrated. And it's not – I don't think it's so much about the record. I think it's who you've lost to. And when you've lost to them, and the quarterbacks that you've lost to. I mean, that's the bottom line. Like, you go around the league, you've lost to the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Right? You've lost to the worst teams in the NFL. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I think that's the way I look at it. When you tell me that you lost to Carolina and you lost to Arizona, and obviously Chicago's much improved, but those, like, some of the games you've lost, the Tennessee Titans, you just can't lose. Like, you can't lose those games. And so, well, I think there's a lot to be said about his sentiment towards that because I think he understands exactly what it looks like from the outside in. He's, he, he doesn't lack wherewithal. The, right? he just he, he, He's just frustrated. There's also the fact that when you're a head coach, the side of the ball that you, you came up through, whether it's offense or defense, yeah. is the side that's going to be the one that's looked at the most by the fan base and the media. And when you're – when you're a, uh, an off, you guys that was an offensive coordinator, and you're 26 in, uh, in in scoring in the NFL offensively, and you're literally in uh, there's only one one category, major offensive category that you rank in the top 10 in, and that is run all, that's rushing yards per game. That's yeah. it. Then that brings the scrutiny. I, I've always thought I've thought for a while actually that the the, the criticism of how he uses those three guys that were drafted high and Bajan Drake 
And Kyle Pitts has been over overblown, especially when it comes to Drake and Bajan. So to me, that's a false narrative that's been out there. But the other ones where you look at the offensive ranks and how the offense has not been very good this year, that's where a lot of the scrutiny from to me, I think if this team was scoring 30 points a game week in and week out, the fan base would be a little bit easier on him because they look at where you drafted in the first round and what the offense hasn't done. Well, it, and, and to go back to your point about that, I think a lot of it has to do with the turnover margin and a lot of it has to do with the red zone, right? You, you, your yardage has been okay a lot of times. We talked about it the other day, uh, last week, I think it's six games over 400 yards. That's second in the NFL, or it was leading into last week, right? Now, obviously, you didn't get that production last week, but when you look at that, you think, okay, they're scoring a ton of points. When, in fact, they're not. They get down in the red zone, they struggle, they've turned the ball over, they've fumbled, they've thrown interceptions. Obviously, that number went through the freaking roof last week. And so that adds to his frustration. Like he said, it's most of the time, until last week, you're not getting your doors blown off. And then last week, that's exactly what happened. So, And, and yeah. I'm honestly kind of tired of hearing that answer that he, that he gives. Well, look, if you're not if you're in the NFL, I, I get it. Yeah, I've heard it, though, for well, what 18 weeks. Yeah. Want him to say well, when the, he's asked about, yeah. you know, you know what? job and frustration. That, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you other than when somebody says, "Are you frustrated?" Yeah, I'm frustrated because I want us to win. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I think you don't want to put that out there because then Arthur Smith frustrated with his team. That's what. That's the way the headline well, yeah, would read. Yeah. So there's really no good answer. But I just feel like Could've I gone the Mike McDaniel route. I just I just feel like I hear these same answers every week, and 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 it's not his fault. But if I feel that way, the fan probably feels that way too. Because I am the fan. I'd say it is his fault. So I'm not saying it's his fault. You're getting asked a question, but guess what? If you don't win, you're going to be asked those questions. Yeah. So it, it's just kind of one of it's one of those things that it, and I hate the saying, but it is what it is. This hour has been brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Still to come here on the morning shift, we'll keep the Falcons talk going with Arthur Smith giving a Saints scouting report to Dukes and Bell. Also on the college football front, J.J. McCarthy and his thoughts on sign stealing. That's next on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of the morning shift. The morning shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. In the visual games, it's, it's funny because you just, as you get so familiar with each other, it's, everyone's got a unique story. And uh, obviously, they've got a lot of consistency on defense. You know, a few injuries in the back end. Um, but there's a certain style they play with. They know us pretty well. right? The, I'm sure their focus is the last three times we played them, we've run for over 200 yards every time. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can probably guess what's in Dennis's team meeting. So they'll do something different. You know, you're sure of it. You know, the games that we got to play, I'm sure they're going to try some play action shots. right? That's one thing that's hurt us defensively. And it's that's kind of the no-brainers, you know. It's like things that hurt you, they're going to come back and they'll have their own unique way to do it. But we got to win the line. we got to affect the quarterback. we we got to control the line of scrimmage. That's, that's a no-brainer. But those chess matches, how you set things up, uh, those are fun because it, this team, this defense, hopefully it'll be a pretty good atmosphere down there. I imagine it will be. A lot of line for both teams, and it's a game we got to win. Checkmate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that was Arthur Smith talking about possibly some of the – schemes or maybe this chess match that this game could be between Dennis Allen and his Saints. Of course, that was Smith joining our Dukes and Bell yesterday. It, it's one of those things that's so interesting to me. And one of the one of the bigger differences about pro football is obviously the longevity and also the fact that you play people twice in this, uh, within the same division. And I think that's so intriguing when you listen to him talk about it. Because obviously – you play college football, and rarely ever do you get the same matchup like three years in a row between a lot of the same players, right? They usually, one graduates, one goes pro, one transfers, this, that, and the other. And the pro game, it's like some of these guys have been playing at least Cam against Jordan. these other schemes. <laughs> I mean, like, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's what, year 13? Yeah. Uh, like and, and so when you look at it from that angle, it's so interesting thinking about the changes that a guy like a Cam Jordan has seen on the other side, on the other sideline, with the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, he's been around since Matt Ryan's third year. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. And think about all the changes in the schemes and everything else that he's looked at. So, obviously, there are players on both sides that know each other extremely well. And um, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Um, this is going to be as tough a game as I can remember for the Falcons to actually pull off. Not just because I think the Saints are good, but it's just be, the whole the whole thing, everything that goes into it, must-win game for everybody. Uh, and, and on the road in that place, week 18, it's, uh, it's going to so be an uphill climb. Yeah, so loud. Yeah, it's a wanted game, though. So what if they're allowed? Go quiet them. That's what we need to do. That's what – that's – this is one – this right, is coach? one of the – Well, this Sorry. is – look, it, it, like, I, there, I have said this. I think it's the best home field advantage in the NFL. I've been wow, to – Wow, you think e- New Orleans is the best I have home been field in the NFL? to every – Stadium. It's deafening. Other than the one in Las Vegas right yeah. now, but but when I when I started traveling in 2012, I have now visited every NFL stadium that was the every team on the road that where they were playing at that point when I started. Now the Raiders have moved to Vegas. I have not been there yet, but uh, I can tell you I've been in I've been to Seattle on a Monday night game. I've been there in the the 16th season when we were when we should we got the Julio pass in French should have won that game. Been to Mile High, all these places. Tiffany said it the best. It's deafening in there. It gets so so. There's every time I go there, I leave with a massive headache because I, it's yes. it's and I mean, the reason why is it's so loud that I have to have Miller Pope, our engineer, Radio Hall of Famer Miller Pope, turn up my headset to hear so much that it it gives me a massive headache. 
It, and it's just different being closed in, too, in a dome. Like, yeah. I mean, Kansas City's rocking as well, Buffalo. Uh, but, yeah, it's just something about New Orleans. I'm not going to be like, it's the loudest, but it's, I mean, it's, it's deafening. It's deafening. It, <laughs> I sat Min- up high in the press box row, and just to listen and take in um, everybody cheering um, that are Saints fans, it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. One of the loudest places I have been to, I will say this, is that Min- New Minnesota, uh, it was the MT Bank or the New Minnesota Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yep. We played there week one. I think it was the uh, 18 or 19 season. It was Chris Lindstrom's rookie and, and Caleb McGarry's rookie year because Lindstrom breaks his foot early in that game. But it got we got down so big there early. It was so loud. That was 19, man. It was it, That place is really loud, too. But you played – did you – you I didn't play at Minnesota, no. obviously. No, 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 New Orleans. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, so, what, I mean, from your perspective then. It was, I mean, I, I just think the the New Orleans, um, I think their traditions are very underrated in the NFL. Like, I think the whole thing where it's, you know, the, the guy comes out in the middle of the field and does the hoot thing and all their music and everything else that goes around that thing, I think it's very underrated. I just, like you mentioned, Seattle was not where they, you know, we went on the road and beat Seattle. was at 10 or 11. I can't remember what it was. Obviously, you played. we played Kansas City, but it was during the day. I've heard from many people I did play with that Minnesota is the place, like when they were in their older stadium. This new um, place is loud, too, though. I'm going to tell you, that place rocks. I think the Falcons played there in 09 in a decently big game because I, I wasn't there at the time, but I remember watching film on it, and the the camera was shaking that we were watching. You know, the, the All-22 camera was actually shaking, and our, our my, my teammates at the time that were there were making fun of it, and they were going, oh, why is the camera shaking? Something Something must be wrong. Why is the camera shaking? It was because the place was literally, the whole building was shaking. That's why I'm glad it's a 1 o'clock game on Sunday because <laughs> you don't need to give a bunch of drunk Cajun people in Louisiana a <laughs> reason. reason to oh, yell. Come on. Yeah, and, and the Falcons are already there, so you yeah. let their tell, you let, like, they'll be out there probably 3 a.m. tailgating or setting well, up, get honestly, ready. I don't, th- 1 o'clock game doesn't matter. This is the place where, what, I started in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and you were getting drive through daiquiris with just a piece of tape over yeah. the straw hole yeah. trusted to That's make so, it back and shots so in a syringe tape. so i don't think one o'clock whatever it's one o'clock <laughs> it does not matter <laughs> this is yes a very good point especially when this it's a rivalry game it's that we're the biggest rival for each team we go all the way back to the nfc west with them so it it, it is very personal we got to get to some college football but i do want to mention falcons and the pro bowl right got a couple key guys there um, so congrats to what we got Jesse Bates out there. You got Chris Lindstrom, who's back to back. This is Bates' first nod, but we'll get into some more of that uh, when we go in the huddle later on in the show. But right now, time for college football. It's time to talk college football on the morning shift. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Oh, man. So, J.J. McCarthy, Michigan quarterback, he was asked about his thoughts on sign stealing in college football, and he had this to say. I don't want to say a crazy number, but I'd say a good number. 80% of teams in college football steal signs. It's just a thing about football. You know, it's been around for years. We actually had to adapt because in 2020 and 2019, when Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal, we had to get up to the level that they were at, and we had to make it an even playing field. Um, this is one of those things, like if I was Tiffany's PR firm, you would try to get out <laughs> front of this because you know that you're yes. going to be asked these types of questions, that someone is going to bring that up, 
and I you like in that situation you find a, another way to answer this question, but you don't say because everybody else was doing it. We did it too. Yeah. I think just I don't know if you can do it then because of all the legality of everything, but it's kind of like just take ownership of it. Yeah, maybe you deflect like that's what we went through this year. I know we had to face a lot about it. Blah blah blah. Like just don't give the answer that everybody wants that now everybody's going to talk. said I don't want to say a crazy number, but 80%. 80%. <laughs> yeah, like, like what? where's your what? who's your research? Did, you did Jim Harbaugh write his statement that he it was this a prepared statement that Jim Harbaugh wrote for him that he was no. like, yeah, because here's the thing. Everything he said I did I I, I was like Okay, okay, okay. Then he dropped the, and when Ohio State stole our signals, when I wasn't even here, we had to get to that level. Also, yes, 80% probably do steal signals. I don't believe 80% sends out a former military guy to have a little uh, uh, spy ring that they have where they're, they're putting plants in stadiums and recording games. I don't think everyone goes to that level. That's where it's different, JJ. Well, look, man, I I think what's your fun? It's so funny because when you're that age, you're so um, you're so allegiant, right, to your to your head yes. coach, right? Yes. I mean, like you you can hear it coming out in his words that like your head coach is it's like another dad, right? It's like it's like another dad, and you don't want to believe that obviously your dad could have done something that that wasn't right or that not everybody else was doing. So obviously, dad came in the room and talked to these guys about what was going on and what his thought process was and what he believed and everything else. And so you can hear son talking about dad basically through his words and saying, look, man, everybody's doing it. Um, I I wonder if along the lines that, you know, his opinion could change. Maybe it won't. I mean, there's there's a good chance that it won't. But um, it's just interesting because I do think there is some – I think there's something right about what he's saying, right? There's a reason that people hold up the PVC pipes with the sheet, right? I mean, there's a reason that people do that. I, but to Bo's point, I don't think anybody's ever gone to the depths and to the lengths that you saw Michigan do it and at least not be caught doing it. And I'm, so that's – I think he'll he'll realize that, and he does realize that, it sounds like to me, but it just – it's very deflecting. I um, like yes. I like J.J. McCarthy. I think he's a smart I kid. Too. I think he's a good player, by the way. Think, Stop saying that, Bo. Yeah. Do you think he's – I think, think he's worth a top 20 draft pick? Uh, well – Possibly, yeah. I'd like to see. Depending yeah. on who else is there, I guess. Uh, yeah, I. I think he has. Despite what he looks like when he plays in semifinal games, he actually protects the ball. He's a smart player. He's elusive. He's got a good arm. Makes good throws. I see uh, what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there. Protects the ball. All right, I heard you. I read between the lines. Protects the ball. That's here, the first thing you went with. <laughs> your face. Well, it's important. You know, it's clearly important. The ball. Uh, he's a likable guy, too, yeah. just from that standpoint, too. I mean, I know the on-the-field stuff matters more, but I think you'd be bringing in a good guy that any city uh, team would feel like they're lucky to have in terms of just even community stuff as well. Yeah, and he's I mean, progressed. That the meetings uh, for the um, for the Fiesta Bowl last year. Yeah, so. you know him better than anybody. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Well, no, I in this room, was, oh, <laughs> in this okay, city. Okay, I was like, I would not go that far. In this but, city, um, um, I was on TCU sideline, but we got to sit in Michigan I mean, meetings because we were all doing the game together, and he was a really cool kid. I yeah. liked him a lot. Between you, between 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 your your meetings with him and your um your relationship with Bo Nix's grandmother, if we, <laughs> either one of those guys are are on our radar, we have good. the insider. Yeah. All of that said, as much as I like JJ McCarthy. I'll be wearing purple and uh, 
whatever that gold color that they have, yeah. and, and because I cannot stand Jim Harbaugh. I, I gotta tell you, man, my, I went. To and if the he's Kyle. our next, if, if he's the next, by the way, I'm sorry, not to interrupt you. Thing. Yeah, I know. But if if somehow he comes here, I don't know what I'll do. I went to my chiropractor yesterday, and I walk in, and he goes, "Hey, man, he's a Washington grad. Go dogs!" I was like, "What? What? Go dog? Like what? He went to Washington, and then it hit me." So I'm like the Huskies. Huskies. Yes. I didn't even realize that was a thing. He's well, like, go dog. I'm like, what? I it's, met that mascot. What does that even mean? Sorry. Despite, Why are you saying go dog? Despite what Georgia fans uh, might think, they're not the only fan base out there that says go dogs go when dogs. Their, their mascot is a, that of a dog. Hey, my sister is cheering against Alabama this weekend. So she what went is to going UGA. on? So I thought me and her were on better terms than that. Oh, she wasn't like some fans of SEC schools and chanting SEC in her living room? You know you've done that before. <laughs> This hour has been brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm. We'll still to come here on the morning shift. Hawks staging a comeback, and we'll hit a TV's timeout. That's just ahead on Sports Radio 99 at Games. Good morning. Yeah! Back to more of the morning shift. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here on the morning shift, and look, the Atlanta Hawks, they uh, snapped the Thunder's five-game winning streak behind Jalen Johnson, scoring a career-high 28 points. So they took that game 141 to 138 on Wednesday night, folks. Yeah. uh, Second straight personal scoring high for Johnson there. Yeah, the Thunder looked like at the beginning of that game, like they either had the buckhead flu or they were coming off the, 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 the... That bucket flu will get you, What is You ever heard of the bucket flu? Yeah. No. So the bucket flu is something that LeBron James gets quite often when he visits Atlanta, but it's basically oh, you go out in the city. T- teams, and gotcha. yeah, gotcha. Um, and it, it was it was termed that years ago because well, obviously it, Buckhead used to be bigger, but it, it's really more of the um, it's really more of the I, Magic I copy, City flu. I copy that. I, I think I, than anything, <laughs> but those lemon pe- the lemon pepper. Wing flu, but I, I don't know, man. They uh, they they it's back to back for them, and obviously they looked uh, they looked that way. The Hawks jumped out early, uh, eleven point lead. They tried to give it away up. Uh, what was it seventeen at halftime? Um, the number of guys played well, man, and and obviously offensively they continued to operate at a high level. Well, they were up fifteen late in the fourth, Mike. Oh my God, what was it about three minutes left? Yeah, Dejounte. Um, I think it was Dejounte hit that three, but like maybe it's a one thirty five, one twenty, and then it started. To- Kind of coming back. It was so funny, man. Anybody that pays attention to to Vegas lines, and obviously the Hawks open as an underdog in this game. They haven't been very good recently. They were 13 and 19 going into this game, right? And and the Thunder are good. They're a good basketball team. But when you watch the Vegas line and it starts easing towards a pick them, and even at one point uh, Atlanta favored by one, you're sitting there going, what's happening right now? Like, what am I not seeing? And obviously I think the back-to-back had a lot to do with it. I think uh, you know Oklahoma City plays a, a style of ball um, that Atlanta probably matches up a little bit uh, better with than some of the other you know larger teams around the NBA. But um, obviously they get it done. It's a big win for them. They, they can stop the skid. I talked to Mike Conti about this last week. I think it's January 10th. So January 9th is a big day on the schedule for the NBA where obviously guys that signed extensions last offseason, they become eligible for trade, right? And so you, you start, everybody starts to, hey, are we buyers, sellers? Are we good? But January 10th, I believe it is, the the Hawks start a stretch of games. I think it's maybe five in a row at home, something like that. So, you know, they have a tough schedule coming up. And obviously they got the Pacers Friday, which um, 
take the over in that one. But it, it's, it's funny to see it because I think this team needs to start rounding into form quickly if they're going to have any case at actually making a run this year. Because, dude, it's the new year. It's 2024. You're starting to uh, you know ease towards that midway point in the schedule. And um, they got to get it shaped up because Trey Young is having a historical year. He's having a career year. But it just seems like without Jalen Johnson, they were bad. Um, but he's got to – listen, as long as he continues to improve and this uh, this team keeps shooting well, they're going to be able to outscore just about anybody. Let's hit a TB's timeout. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't fun. With TB's timeout on the morning shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. So I have – the Browns at Bengals this weekend. And so in honor of that, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get the sound because I just popped up with this in my head uh, last minute, just peeling it behind the, taking you behind the curtains here (laughs) and what goes on in my brain. But uh, Joe Flacco has been hilarious this season. Um, And so he was talking about how his kids, like his son plays football. One of his kids, he has, I think he has like a lot of kids, like five kids or something. Mm. Um, did not believe that, like, he was good at football. Like, he was questioning his father. <laughs> and Joe's like, no, like, you have to do it like this. You, like, do it like this. And he's trying to, like, show him things. And the kid's like, nah, like, not buying it. And it's like, dude, Joe Flacco's your dad. Like, Joe, Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, check his jewelry, Joe kid. Flacco is 38 years old and killing it right now coming off the couch. So it was really hilarious. And so I just had never really seen that side of Flacco portrayed in the media before. So I'll be curious to talk to him this week or maybe just grab him on the sideline um, and ask him about that stuff because I thought it was hilarious. He said to the point where are we, we, do, we do have it. All right, Day Day, roll it. And listen, I played a couple games for the Jets starting three years ago. And, you know, we, we weren't winning a lot, obviously. And I, I came home and I just still remember that my kids looking up at me and they were like 30 to, 30 to 10, Dad. 30 to 10 like what the hell (laughs) and 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 i remember getting on the floor with them and like for the first time in my life like googling joe flacco and watching highlights against us like beating the pittsburgh steelers just so i could just so i could like show them kind of you know who 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 their dad was you know like hey i didn't always lose 30 to 10 um and now to have this experience and get them experience it in real time uh is, is unbelievable so it was an old clip that had resurfaced, but he has been asked about this again. So I appreciate you guys getting that. Yeah. Um, that was a clip from the Jets. And so he's having to prove to his kids back then. So I'm wondering what his kids are thinking now, because yeah. now they're really seeing how good he is um, in real time. But I just thought it was uh, hilarious. That's so cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys, there was a viral moment last weekend where he's kind of like looking down. Uh, he's on the bench uh, and he's just sitting there and he kind of looks down and it almost looks like he kind of nods off for a second. Oh, he and did. Like, oh, yeah. Flacco. And then somebody somebody responded. They were like, "Man, I got five kids. This happens all the time. He just gets sleep Only whenever he, he can." can I was like, "Man, I vibe with that so bad." You know what's funny? I had an interesting thing like this happen to me um, Monday night when I was watching the game. My son was actually able to watch uh, the Alabama game with me, and we were down in my basement, and my Bama helmet sits like kind of near my TVs, and he was kind of pointing with the helmet, playing with it, and he's just now getting old enough, like he's putting it on. He understands what football is. And I said, uh, hey, do you, you notice that, that daddy's helmet looks like the ones on the TV? And he was like, what? And I was like, this, you know, daddy's helmet, it looks like the ones on the TV. And he goes, the red helmet's on the TV? They're like daddy's? And like, I was like, man, I cannot imagine what a guy like Joe Flacker. I think A.J. McCarron was saying something similar. Yeah, his kid's uh, getting to see him play in the XFL. I mean, that is so cool, man. That um, is so cool. 
It is really cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something, though. Sorry. Um, but it was hilarious just to see uh, Flacco talking about this and then, again, talking about it again recently. Um, just those moments of, like, all right, <laughs> my kids are questioning me, but I'm actually good at this. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I don't think he's I don't think he's even close to being done. I, I've heard. Uh, I hope not. He's. I mean, I I, I I'm so excited to actually go right. bother about this because I have so many like oh, old moments that happen to me on a regular occurrence. Yeah. I'm like, dang man, he's How'd uh, get here so fast? he's reportedly going to get uh, he's going to ask somewhere in the ballpark of ten million a year for two year contract. Well, yeah, he should. Uh, I think it. Taylor Heineke he's making seven as a backup quarterback. Why is Joe? I mean, in in that. That well, five kids. Well, that <laughs> number, but here's the deal. The number goes up because the, the cap will go up each year. Yeah. It always goes up, except for, a, you know, a weird year like a pandemic year or something. Or the, uh, so why, why can't he get that? It, it, if Joe Flacco was here right now, what would our record be as the backup? If he, if he had started the season as the backup with, instead of Heineke, where would we be? That's a good question. Because I think we might have 10 wins. He's also got uh, what, Amari Cooper up there in Cleveland as well. Yeah. So. Um, but how many injuries but, have they had in Cleveland, Tiff? I know you're like, probably going like they, it seems like they've lost. I know they lost Jedrick Wills and obviously Nick Chubb and then three quarterbacks, um, and it's been more than that. They've lost, which is why Stefanski's been mentioned exactly. in the you know possible exactly. Coach of the Year candidate it, conversation. Um, it's why that contract looks so bad that they did it, with the other guy. I will say because I don't have any memories of like my dad stopped playing when I was two, um, so I have no memories of it. But that would have been pretty cool. Like I've seen some highlight stuff and. And clips. I probably need to unearth some more actual just full game. Like, man, he was a dog. Footage. So yeah. yeah beast. <laughs> beast. Donnie B. Uh no man, but I I think that's really cool. I'll be interested. I would tell you this, Bo, on, on that note. If you did hit the reset button here and you went out and got a new coach and you wanted to draft a quarterback, I'd love to have him as a ten million dollar backup. Let me just put it that way. I'd love to have him in camp. Shoot, watching I'd film. have him start right now, basically. Uh, well, yeah. I just meant like if you right had now. a yes. tenth overall pick and that's the route you wanted to go if you're a new head coach. I'd be just fine with him sitting in there teaching these new quarterbacks how to play because he seems like a, a dude that obviously understands the game at a high level and can still get it done. Um, and, and you also, look, man, so you're the backup quarterback. You need one of those guys. You're the backup. You need one of those guys. You need one of those guys in your back pocket. Well, we talked about it earlier. We have a huge guest coming on our show before the what could possibly be. Hopefully it's not for the Falcons. Week 18, right? They've got one more left, and their fate will be decided on Sunday. And we are going to be talking to defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen. He'll be joining us on the morning shift. We had some fun with him, but it was a couple weeks back, right? Wasn't it? When we had him? Or wait, was I not here? No, we haven't had Nielsen. This is our first time with Nielsen. No, we have. No, we have not had Ryan Nielsen. No, we have not. I am an expert on this. We haven't. Okay. Well, we did too. I thought we did too. (laughs) No. I s- yeah. Okay, fine. We'll argue about it later in the break. We're excited to have him now. That's all that matters. At the top of the hour, that's next year on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 99 The Gate. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 